The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, coming to you now on radio as we go back to uh, new show number three. Uh, <laughs> I'm back in the saddle. I ain't fell off no tree limbs or nothing yet, so we're we're all good. Yeah, I'm looking forward. You know, I have a question today. What are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? What are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? Man, some of us dream about fishing. Some of us dream about biking. Some of us dream about sun. <laughs> you know, what are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? Yeah, I mean, we always had these 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 things that happen. I noticed in Minnesota since I've been here, is that you know we we can't wait till it warms up. Oh, I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then when the weather changes, we say, "Ooh, Lord, it's too hot." You know, it's too hot. It's too hot, man. It need it need to cool down some so I can do this, that, and that. And I've I've just come to understand Paul's words even more. You know, you know to 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 to. I have learned, Paul said, I have learned. You know, he didn't say he already knew how, but he said, I have learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. And and to draw up to be content in that, that takes a lot of maturity, to be content in whatever situation you're in. So if you're in a situation of famine, you're content. If you're in a, in a situation of prosperity, you know, you're you're content. You know, we usually have a certain situation we want to be in, right? Me is, you know, you know, about eighty five, ninety five degrees, uh, <laughs> sun out every day. You know, that's that that's contentment to me, right? And uh, you know, a couple of hundred days in there, you know, just a little heat, packing a little heat. You know, what I mean, at first I get short winded, but then after a while, it just like. Ah, this feels good, right? And then when it's not in my level of contentment, then I have a, a sore spot, sore rain. You know, it's it's too cold, it's too rainy, it's too it's too whatever. But Paul said, I've learned to be content, meaning that he had to learn how to be content. He wasn't perfect, you know. He was he was he was a little anal himself when things didn't go his way, but he said he had to learn to be content. And that's what we have to do. We have to learn to be content, you know what I mean, in whatever situation the Lord places us in. Because whatever situation the Lord places us in, that is his will for us on that day. You know what I mean? And I know sometimes you may think like, well, it's not the Lord's will for me to go through uh, evil circumstances or different things like that. And we come up with a lot of different things, little wild, wild west scenarios of of what, what God may throw at us, you know, you know, he, he gonna call me to be a missionary in the backwoods of Africa. Or I'll never get married or something like that. You know, but if, if you're not married, guess what? Learn to be content. <laughs> if you are married, guess what? Learn to be content. You know what I mean? So the issue is here is not getting what we want. The issue here is not 
your basking in the, in the joy of the Lord. The issue here is learning to be content. And that's not with the whining and the complaining. So back to my original question. What do you want to do when the weather warms up? Yeah, I, me personally, uh, I was telling the, my rehab, rehab nurse that all I want to do is be able to just to walk and navigate again so I can get out here on these streets and share the gospel with these young cats and to make sure that my world is okay for my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That's what I want to do. I ain't got no plans of of uh, chilling out in no big yacht or nothing like that. You know, I want to get out here and disciple some people. I want to get out here and, and take some people to the other side because I know if I get them right, they'll in turn go after the ones in their generation and who will go after the ones in their generation and this thing can keep snowballing, you know, just like, you know, if we're talking about a snowball chance of hell, we'll have more than a snowball chance of hell. But we'll be the only snowball in hell because it'll be a miracle. They'll be dancing down there in hell to see the miracle that God is doing as he, he, he becomes a multi-generational God to so many people and not just a once in a lifetime. You know, he wants every other generational God. So that's, that's, that's what I look forward to. And it's long with catching some fish, you know, and you know, doing some crazy trips with my 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 sons and grandsons, and you know, you know, we always had them crazy ideas in the summertime. Ain't nothing to do but but uh, flex and relax and, and get something going. So, and the reason why I say that when we look at Isaiah sixty-one, you know, first thing it talks about is preaching the good news to the poor, and uh, and 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 the reason why you know. People still refer to my church as BIC because we were believers in Christ. And I changed the name to Spirit of the Lord Church, and they just stick with the BIC. And, and the reason why I changed the name, though, is because it's, it's not enough to be a, even say you're a believer. You know, if we are not slack on our job, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon a person, there are some tangible, visible results when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon somebody. You know what I mean? And I'm not just not talking about if you're Pentecostal, you're speaking in tongues, and if you're not Pentecostal, you know, you know, you you become, you know, saved and, and feel prepared to get baptized. I'm talking about some, 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 I like the Isaiah 61 tangibles, the Luke chapter 4 tangibles, you know what I mean? Where Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me <clears throat> in order for me to preach good news to the poor, right? To the poor. Now we have a we we define the poor on a rich, a money scale, monetary scale, financial scale. You know, we look at economics. We look at the poor. God looks at the poor as far as the state of their relationship with Him. If your relationship with Him is in right standing, then guess what? Man, you're rich beyond measure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't care if you, like the old widow who only has two mat, mites, two your mites, yeah, two mites. You know, you're rich beyond measure, right? And 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 then, but we look at the poor as, you know, how much money you have, you know, whether you're putting in a hundred thousand or whatever like that. And it, it money does make this world run simpler. Money does, you know, keep things 
going and running and in exchange rate. But but that the rich and poor here is is totally spiritual. And where you coming from? Is it, you know, are you rich? Are you are you abounding in his riches? You know what I mean? Because if you're abounding in his riches in heaven, guess what? It won't be long before it manifests itself upon this earth. Yeah, and so so you 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 have that rich poor that to preach good news to the poor, to go out there and those people who don't know Christ, who don't have a relationship with Christ, I don't care how much money they have, I don't care how much social standing they have, right? But you you preach good news to the poor, you know, you preach that good news to them, and you let them understand that there's something better. Well, in their world. What can be better? You know, a stock tip, something like that? You know, no, no, but you understand there is something better. I got some good news for you. You know what I mean? I got some good news for you. And it points toward, you know, your salvation and your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You, you don't believe Yeshua has already come? Oh, well, let me take you through the scriptures and walk you through the scriptures and, and and, and give you the good news that he's come. He's manifested himself on earth and glory already. And we're waiting for a second coming now. You know what I mean? It's, those are the things that, that we are called to do. Those are the things that manifest themselves in the life of a believer. When they came out of the upper room, they came out the upper room. They came out of there, you know, and we like the story about the, the clothing of the firewood over their head, and they spoke a language everybody understood. But the issue is, what were they doing with that ability to speak a language? They were witnessing. He said, and you shall be my witnesses. And that's what they did. They witnessed. When a person is filled with the Spirit of God, they witness. You know, they, they can't hold back. They got to tell somebody what Jesus has done for me. You know, the song used to say, I got to tell somebody, I just can't keep it to myself, what the Lord has done for me. Dun, dun, dun. And, and you can't. I remember when I first said that, that's all I could do was talk about the wonders of Jesus, everything like that. Man, my friends looked at me like, this brother then really went over the edge. He is gone. Right? And I'm, man, I'm delivering dissertations. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm going for it. I'm trying to get everybody to follow me. I don't want nobody to be left behind. You know what I mean? Don't want nobody to be left behind. You know what I mean? Just get, got to, got to get them out of there. You know, and, uh, and, and, and that's what happens. You know, we, we want to preach good news to the poor. You know, the thing I like about uh, Minnesota, our winners give us a chance to restart. You know, you were like, ooh, that's season number one. Restart, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it go, you know, you go from seeing everybody to seeing nobody. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you you shock people that grew since the last time you saw them or whatever like that, and and you you look at it and go like, wow, you know, and and you, it's just a, a it, it marks a clear ending and a clear beginning. You know, the, the police department likes it because crime goes down. You know, and after my first year here, I said, I see why crime goes down. Because uh, who wants to be out there criminalizing in this weather, right? 
Ain't nobody standing on the corner selling no drugs or selling no sex. Oh, no, you better get mail order. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's too cold for that. Yeah, you know I mean, people set up spots in people's house say, I'll be at this house for two days and everything like that. And I said, uh, I see why they do it that way because it's, it ain't worth it. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. You know, we went through a cold snap back in February, man, and made everybody's car sound like it was on a, on a, on a voice box. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter went to start her car. She said she thought it was on the voice box. I was like, "Oh my goodness, you know what's going on?" But 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 that that's what we we put all quote unquote put all our eggs in that one basket. You know, what I mean, we're not like you know Miami or Houston where you know you you do you year round. You know, you just get up and go. You know, you don't get no natural break in between. You know, what I mean, you know, you don't get to hibernate <laughs> as I call it. You, we, we get to hibernate, you know what I mean, and, and, and call it a day and, and, and keep on rolling. But uh, it, but the be- but the beauty of it is is that we have a season, you know, and, and, and we need to get out here during that season and share the good news. Share the good news. Share the good news to the poor. You know, share the good news to the poor. Let them know that the Savior has come. Right, just, Jesus said, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me," and 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 I'm about to tell y'all the good news. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the joy and the dudamus and the power that we have that comes along with our with our faith. You know, and in order to do that, you got to learn how to be content. You got to learn how to shut it down for three, four months. And then learn how to start it back up again. Don't get so used to, don't get so used to being on shutdown mode that uh, that you you sitting there and you don't want to start it back up again. You don't want to get going again. You you like you like sitting in front of the TV with your blanket and your Netflix. You know what I mean? Go on, you know. And now it's it's time to get back out there and get it. It's time to be out there and get it and, and find the poor and preach the good news to them. Yeah, you know, and that's what puts everybody on the same line, wherever they are economically, you know, spiritually, whatever. Is that you either rich in his riches, or you you're poor in 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 your relationship with him, and and God is coming to make us rich in that relationship, and He's using us. I count it a privilege that He uses me, you know, in that in that arm in that facility. You, know, you listen to uh. Spirit of the Lord Church's radio program, Isaiah 61. And uh and we put this program on for two reasons. One, you know, to to get the good news out there, you know, encourage and we realize we're on a Christian station. So we want to encourage the believer. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, we want to encourage them. And uh two, to show other small churches that they don't have to be afraid of radio. You don't have to be afraid of media. You know, what I mean, they they can go out there and they can do an effective job. And, and they can get out there and they can tackle it. And it's not going to cost them, you know, an arm and a leg. You know what I mean? Because we, we want to be a motivator. You know, we want to be a, not a trendsetter, but a motivator for what's going on. So we're going to take a break up here, listen to some announcements. And then after we listen to these announcements, we're going to come back and wrap this show up.
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Begin each workday in the Word with the Ministry Morning here on AM 980 The Mission. Listen to the teaching and preaching of Dr. J. Vernon McGee, Greg Laurie, John MacArthur, and Philip DeCourcy while getting the news updates you need to start your day right. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. Nice, smooth waves upon the shores. Yes, those days will be coming, but you better grab them quick. Because as usual, they'll be gone. <laughs> and you'll be trying to get to Florida. <laughs> so get to Florida while it's cheap. And uh, stay in Minnesota and enjoy the rest. I was just looking for tickets to Florida. <laughs> I you were? was just looking, yeah. I was just going to do it on a whim. The tickets are, tickets are pretty decent. I guess you can get to Hawaii for like 300 bucks right now. You just got to pay for it once you get there. Oh, yeah. They'll be waiting on you. <laughs> That's what they get you. they I did a timeshare, and it still cost me a lot of money. <laughs> you know, just the difference between my timeshare and that one is like, you know, like, oh, my goodness. Man, that trip ended up costing me. It cost me half a car. <laughs> <laughs> Good car, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think all totally by the time I finished everything. Like half a Cadillac or? Yeah, it was eight grand. All man. of a day, woo. <laughs> it was three of us, but it was eight grand, you know. I just, Ouch. Uh, I was like, ugh. This is one of the once in a lifetime things you save up for your, <laughs> yourself and your, your spouse to get over there. Yeah, but if you go over there and hum around, man, you can bum around. You know, for a little no money, you know, mm-hmm. jump around different places. You know, if you're young, you can get hostels. Uh, you know, and I didn't know they had such a large homeless population. In, but if I'm going to be homeless, I'm going to be homeless in Hawaii. Yeah, I know some buddies who went to school there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got some elements there you don't quite expect. <laughs> yeah, you know, we throw my tent up out here. Down <laughs> <laughs> <on> the beach. <laughs> right, put my headphones on and just relax. Oh, man. I was, like, looking at the news. I'm like, oh, my goodness. People living in these tents. I'm like, golly. It, it was. Yo, but if that's the place to be, yeah, that's the place I don't want to be homeless in. In Hawaii. <laughs> in Hawaii. Me too. Yeah. I'm a, get that one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me, guys. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they be looking, well, Daddy, where you at? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mom, cell phone battery running out. See how it is. <laughs> we can dream right yeah we can dream it's okay to dream yep the spirit of the lord is upon you preach good news to the poor 
you know, what do you want to do once it gets warm this spring? You know, our church has already been planning different things we want to do, community meals, outdoor services, um, you know, just different little things that we only can do during that time. We used to do outdoor movies. And, you know, and everybody thought the movie was good because of all the clapping. But it was really the mosquitoes that they was killing. You know, <laughs> smacking the mosquitoes. It wasn't clapping for the movie. It was the mosquitoes that was tearing people up. You know, so then, you know, it, attendance room, so we made an outdoor video game. Oh, then attendance was way up. You know, outdoor video game. Attendance was like, ooh, everybody wanted to be that in. You know, so, I mean, you could do catchy, creative things to take advantage of the outdoors, to take advantage of getting out there and, and reaching reaching people, making them feel comfortable. You know, you know whether it's, uh, you know, men's breakfasts or cookouts or anything that's in between, getting together, you know, and, and taking advantage of of, of, uh, of the other side of life, the other side of weather, the nice weather. I mean, that's how I look at it. I, I look at ways of, to get out there and, and be creative, you know, whether it's on a, a playground, you know, sponsoring a little playground Olympics, you know, just get the kids together. And, and the ones who missed it always come by knocking on the door. We missed it. You ain't tell nobody was coming. You know what I mean? Well, that was on purpose. I want you to come beg for it. You know what I mean? So so they come back and we do, we do a bigger one and then we get a gospel that one or a hot day. Have a water balloon fight, water gun fight. You know, you just got to think of ways that you can impact your community, not just your church. I mean, we do it as a church family. We do those things. We like seeing them in youth group or children, children's church. You know what I mean? But we don't think about impacting the community with those very same activities and ideas. And that's what we need to be going at. I mean, yeah, there's lost in church, too. Don't get me wrong. Now. There's, there's, there's lost folks there. There's poor people there who need to hear the gospel, need to become rich in the word. But at the same time, there, there, there's, there's always an opportunity for us to reach out to our community and get some things and get some things done. And get things done. What do you want to do when this weather turns warm? You know what I mean? In between the spending time with family and going fishing and, and everything like that, and man, I haven't caught a wall out in a while, and I've been thinking about it. Yeah, you know I mean? You know, but... Uh, Sometimes I get out on Lake Minnetonka or likes, and I'm just happy to be out there. I feel the wind in my face and hear the boat motor churn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't even think about whether I got skunked or not. You know what I mean? It's like I, 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 just, I was just happy to be out there. Yeah, know? that's not the point. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who cares? Then yeah. you got a reason to come back the next time, right? Right, but because well, <laughs> you're on Malax, especially Malax, man, it's, it's so many restrictions and rules that you don't know whether you actually caught the fish or not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll stick with Tonka. <laughs> yeah. You go like, is it is it a keeper? Is it a... <laughs> yeah. is it, Let me call yeah. my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> You know, I want the DNR taking me down there for some low miners is. You know, past the caught with fish half inch too big. <laughs> well, they're serious about that. Oh. Very serious. Yeah. And the DNR, they can uh, they can take everything. They got as much power as just about anybody. 
Man. A little PSA, be safe out there, get a license. Yeah, that, you see, <laughs> Follow that, the rules. Follow the rules. <laughs> so you can keep your boat. That's right, so yeah. you can get past your Joe ride, right? <laughs> yeah, give me a ride. We can go cruise around, especially if you got a pontoon. <laughs> we just had one with a grill on it. We're going to eat regardless. We either grill something or we're going to deep fry something. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. A little Weber. Yeah, yeah, get them out there and get it going. But, yeah, yeah, not much. People just want to throw a bug in your ear, get you to thinking about, you know, things that you can do to be creative, to get out there and preach good news uh, to the poor, you know, and not good news to the rich. You know, you want to go out there and look for the poor, and the poor being those that are, are, that are spiritually without a Savior, right? Jesus is not Lord of their life. So have a great week. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.